Oh, 20 minutes away from 12 o'clock. In fact, 19 minutes away. So it's ticked uh, over to 19 minutes away from 12. This is the Saturday session. He's Grant Elliott. I'm Daniel McCarty. Jokes by Joe is producing our guest star uh, for the week and doing a brilliant job, it has to be said. Great to have you, uh, Joe. Uh, we are thrilled to talk at the NRL right now. And why not? What a great night for Warriors Nation, peeps. Okay, minutes 79 through to 80. Probably not great. Probably not great as they gave up a 10-point lead. Game goes to Golden Point. Sean Johnson nails it. They beat the Raiders 21 points to 20. Also last night, it was the Broncos, 36 points to 20 winners over the Rabbitohs. The Broncos, the top of the Pops, uh, while the Rabbitohs sink to eighth on the ladder. The Warriors currently in third position. We welcome into the show a man who has played 174 games in the NRL, including 54. The Warriors, great friend of SCNZ. Great to have him back on this show. Blake Ashford joins us. It's been too long, Blake. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing quite well. Thanks, fellas. It has been a while, um, but, you know, no better time to come on than after Warriors win. Absolutely. Mate, how crazy was that end to the game? Let's not bury the lead. Let's not talk about this 78 minutes prior. We'll get on to that. But those last couple of minutes, what were you thinking? What were you feeling? Oh, I really felt like an actual true Warriors fan for all the years before this. When, um, you know, obviously when I was playing, we weren't too good and things. And, you know, even if we were leading, we'd always give it up. So there was a lot of cursing at the TV. Um, but look, in the end, this is a different team and it was good to see them win like that because they've been absolutely toweling teams up. So to see them win a close one, um, the Prince of Penrose, you know, dotted over the one pointer, um, did fill me with a bit more confidence at the end. But like we said, those two minutes are very intense. Was it a case of the Warriors doing things wrong, or did the Raiders just have one of those, you know, periods, two-minute periods that, you know, individual brilliance? You know, how how they were able to get those two tries in, what, essentially 58 seconds of play? Well, if you you look at the tries, really, for the Raiders all all game, really, it was like the first one was off a, a Warriors error, and then the others were off contested kicks. Well, the other two were off contested kicks, so... You know, they're 50-50, but that last one, look, the Warriors will look at that, had a look at it before. It's just simple defensive reads. One person just turned shoulders in, and that's how simple it is in the NRL. It's, um, you know, little fine details, and the Warriors will look at that and um, correct that. They know what they did wrong. Um, but, look, the way they fought back and held in the game and, you know, just to bounce back after, you know, leading by 10, but then just to flick a switch as soon as it's golden point team, uh, like I said, I, I, it just gives you that, that sort of hope, that sort of confidence that this team's a bit different. They're, they're resilient. Hey, Blake, it's Grant Elliott here. Great to have you, you on the show. Um, the, I guess the, those first two tries from the Raiders, just mistakes from the Warriors. It was a little bit sloppy then, but as you said, they, they recovered well. They did, and, you know, you go back to I think the, the, the Raiders had maybe 40 tackles in a row on the Warriors' line. They just got a repeat set, a set of six, a set restart, and the boys just defended the line perfectly until I think it was a 50-50 kick in the air and Rapana just out-jumped um, Montoya. But, like, the defence that they're showing this year, it shows in their for and against, it shows even in their losses, that they're not really getting blown out in the, the games they have lost this year. 
Um, and the way they are winning, they're keeping teams to a low score. So for me, it's, yes, the attack. It's what we all love to see. You know, Shawnee skipping overs, Dallin jumping in the air, the forwards, you know, busting through the middle. But for me, the difference in this team this year is just the, the goal line defense and the, the defense throughout the whole 80 minutes. What's changed then? Well, why do you think that that's looking so good for the Warriors? I believe it's um, the the trust the coaches put in them, um, the coaching staff has put in them, the place, the environment they're in at the moment. They've got everyone believing. Look, it, it's funny to say that a coach can make that much difference, but when you want to work for someone, when you believe in someone, and you know someone has trust in you at a higher level, um, it does make you work a lot harder. And uh, I, I believe that's the thing. They all know their role. They're keeping it simple. They're all working for each other and working for the coaches. Um, it's as simple as that to me. Sean Johnson, you know, what are you seeing from him this year? Is it just the fact that he's got, you know, 200-plus games for the club, you know, well beyond that when you're adding his time away from the Warriors, that he's just got so much experience that he's seen everything? Or is it... Or do you just see a player, as I've opined earlier on the show, uh, Blake, he just looks really happy with life, doesn't he? And I, I just think when you're, you know, when everything's humming on and off the park, you know. Yeah, yeah and, and it's right, mate. Like, I'll go back to the, the coaching, putting trust in them. It's also the players being happy. Um, you know, people do read comments on and off the field. Media does get the players. Um, you know, all players have been through it. It's just how you handle it and, Look, he's, it feels like nothing will face Sean this year. Um, in every game and every opportunity, he's stepped up, um, been better than most of the other years we've seen him. This is even, I believe, better than when he first came on the scene and took him to the GF. I think he's playing career-best footy because he's managed that game. He's still got his flair. Everyone's saying, oh, you know, it's not the same. But he's still got it there, and he's managing the game. He's kicking games so much better. And like you said, he's yes, happy. that is true. A happy, a happy yeah. footballer, a happy person is going to, no matter what they do in life, they're going to be good at it if they're happy and enjoy what they're doing. So uh, I keep, uh, I hope he keeps going. The Prince, I know everyone's calling him the Prince now. He must love it. <laughs> Are the Warriors a dry weather team, if you know what I mean? They seem to struggle in yep. wet conditions. Is that a concern? Yeah, so I was concerned last night before the game. Um, I didn't want it to rain. Look, the the record, you know, you look at a horse and, you know, the heavy track and if it's a good track, you know, they've got their differences. Um, it sort of seems like that this year with the Warriors. Well, you know, bucketing down with rain. But last night it was dewy and they still seem to get along with it um, just fine. I just think the rain, you know, we haven't seen them perform yet. That's why in the rain. So that's why I think, Everyone's second-guessing. Let's hope it's uh, sunny throughout all the semifinals. Um, and I think, hey, why not? We might see them there in the GF on a sunny day. Hey, Blake, I'm coming from a cricketing mindset here. I'm learning a lot of league stuff here from uh, my mate Daniel McCarty um, and become a Warriors fan. I don't know if I was forced into a corner about that, but I am a Warriors fan now. Um, <laughs> yeah. What? Well, what stats now? I'm looking on the NRL uh, table here and um, site. Like, what stats should I be looking at? Because it's a cricket thing now. And I'm thinking, you know, there's attacking line, line breaks. Engaged. Line well, engaged. What does that mean? 
But well, what are the significant ones I should be looking at that I think, okay, well, this should relate to a top team? Yeah, Wade Egan making 55 tackles. That's the type of stats I love. Yeah, you, you, look at, you can look at the tackles compared to missed tackles through teams. A, a big one, really, which most teams look at is completion rate. Um, now, if you look at the completion rate, I believe the Warriors would be up in the upper echelon of the NRL at the moment. I'm not too sure. I haven't looked at it myself, but... That's a big one because if you can hold the ball for a long time, um, you most of the time you're going to get down there, score some tries or win the game and wear the other team out. So completion rate's a big one. Um, you looked at the second game last night, the uh, Bunnies and the Broncos. That was a horrific game. So much drop ball and two of the teams was just begging someone just to hold the ball and win the game. So, mate, I know the NRL teams really look at completion rate. That's one of the main things on the tip sheet every week. So... Look at that, and I think you'll be fine. Well, I see the Panthers are number one on that, Grant. The Panthers yeah, go all right, don't they? Sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Panthers go all right. Blake, treat to hear your voice again. Thanks so much for stopping by. Uh, can't wait to see how this uh, season concludes. This ride's going to be one heck of one. Do appreciate it. Thanks, Blake. All good. Have a good day, lads. We will, lads.